this is episode eight. And as always, splashy title later. Uh, I think, Anthony, did you tell me this is the second time you're going to Knott's already? Yeah. Okay. We so, went on uh, We went on the 8th on this first Saturday. Oh, we were there. My husband oh. was there that day. I didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> we were at, you, you were probably gone by the time we got there, because we got there at noon. Close. We did. Le- we we left at like two thirty or three. <laughs> well, I I had a I had a ten thirty uh, reservation or ten 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 or ten thirty reservation, but um, I didn't know that you could make reservations for more than one person mm-hmm. on the day when the reservation <laughs> hell happened. <laughs> and uh, so my fiance ended up with twelve, so we didn't go. We couldn't go until twelve. We spent 45 minutes in line for Berry Tales, only for it to break down and never reopen. So uh, we spent a good chunk because we had 11 a.m. reservations. So we spent, you know, a good chunk of time in line for something that ended up breaking down. Right? Yeah, it's good that we were there the same day so we could share basically the same stories. Yeah, um, <laughs> what I was going to say is Michael was talking to me. Well, what are we going to do as far as formatting? Well, three of the four of us have been to Knott's. We all know hashtag not my park. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was going to let you guys go into that because I want to hear what the ticket difference was and experiences for that I didn't do Disney I don't have any plans to do Disney we'll talk about our uh, membership <laughs> we'll talk about our membership in a little while that good old Bob uh, let out so we'll talk about that in a bit and then uh, on my other podcast on Extraordinary Culture Dan lays out a uh, a pretty pretty lengthy segment on when he went to Disneyland with the the cast members because his fiance is a cast member so he got to to do that it was his first time on on rise and so he talks about all that but we'll get into that a little later I want to hear what you guys went through as far as not so and how it was different and I know I know but back and forth we're gonna be like well Disney did this so don't even worry about it right well whatever knots did they did it better because it's just that's just how they how things go I mean I love Disney so much better but eh. Yeah, they don't do things very well. Universal does things better than Disneyland, and that's not saying much. Um, but I've been saying that for years because we're pertaining to security. But uh, I don't know if you want to talk about, um, Gina, if you want, or uh, anybody wants to talk about uh, the whole reservation process. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, probably the same as what Disneyland, but probably not as impossible to do. I mean, there, I was still able to get a reservation for today, on uh, I think Sunday or something like that. So I mean, there was still uh, reservations available for 12 and 12:30. So for today, uh, tomorrow is was completely sold out. But um, the weekends obviously sold out first. So but, how, how uh, are they doing that? I mean, because I know I'm aware that there's different times for arrival, but is that only up until a certain time? Because what's their what's their opening time right now? Ten. Ten. So yeah, they, ten. they do ten, ten and then space it out a little bit. Yeah, then the I, I think I've noticed the latest uh, time block is two thirty. Is that right? Do you concur? I want to say it was like two thirty or three. It was somewhere. I think the weekends might have had a later day, but I know uh, for today when I was looking, the the uh, the latest time was two thirty. So uh, yeah, so they pretty much have uh, half hour blocks from ten a.m. to two thirty. And uh, you could basically go anytime after your reservation time. You don't have to be there exactly at the reservation time. And you're not like, oh, you could only be at the park for so long or anything stupid like that. You could just show up anytime after. So, like, when we went on the Saturday, 
my reservation for was for 10, 10.30, whatever it was, but we didn't show up until 12, but that was fine because as long as it was after the uh, reservation time. What's your closing time right now, out of curiosity? Depends on the time. Uh, nine, is eight nine or ten. And, oh, eight. Uh, weekends are ten. ten. Yeah, that's right. So you could uh, definitely show up at the, the, the high end of the uh, reservation times and still have plenty of time to be in the park. Or you could be like Gina, who shows probably showed up right at 10. And uh, did you have a 10 o'clock reservation? No, I had an 11 o'clock reservation. I tried for opening reservations, but so the the morning it was it went live. Um, I had difficulties getting in because it crashed as every it's apt to do. And by the time I got in, it took me I want to say the whole reservation process for the first day they opened reservations it took me maybe two hours. Um, and I got Saturday the 8th. The earliest I could get was 11, so we got there at 11, and um, uh, they did turn people away. So as you walk up, they say, do you have a reservation? And then they ask what time. We said right. 11. It was after 11, so they let us walk through. If you didn't tell the truth at that first checkpoint, when you got to the ticket counter and you went to scan your ticket, they said... Bye bye. We'll see you at your reservation time. You actually saw. You guys actually saw that happen. The person in front of me. Beautiful. Saw it happen, and they had to turn away. Wow. Uh, see, I was wondering. I was wondering that. I was wondering if it was truly linked to your pass and whether your time showed up on your pass or whether yes. they just said that. And no, so, it's on no, there. that's good. <laughs> that's funny. I wish I had seen that because you 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 guys know how much I enjoy seeing uh you know people fail. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. And, and it was funny because I was in bad luck. I was in the far left, right, the closest lane to get in. And I'm like, looking at the right, I'm like, why is everybody going in? You know, I'm too busy talking to my daughter, so I look. And they're, like, trying to scan in. They're, they're trying to, you know, the plexiglass is kind of hard to talk to, especially when they scan to the point where they have to do it right at the edge of it because that was taking long in the beginning of the opening day as I attended. and you could see them, the, the couple was just pissed and turned away. And then uh, the manager came and said, hey, you, you, it's not your time. Go back out there. Uh. And I just, because eventually I went to the next line and, and I told the people, I go, you're going to stay there for a bit. <laughs> and so the guy, the manager was like, your time is the time and it's on here. If that's what hey. it says, that's what hey. it says. Hey, so you went on Friday? Uh, Thursday, opening. Oh, Thursday. You went Thursday. That was opening. Yeah. So you were yeah. there with... Uh... You were there with that other group that shall not be named. <laughs> uh, you know what? There was a lot of people there, a lot of YouTubers. Oh, I know. I saw. I saw. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. I do. People that were going on Saturday also that um, they were scared because of what they saw on Thursday. I'm like, it's not even gonna be the same. That's all just your stupid bloggers and your annoying people that are gonna be always annoying anyways, and um, it's gonna be crazy. But if anybody actually saw what was going on that later in the day, it was like hardly anything. But yeah, I mean, and the thing is, I mean, to be honest, it just felt like a regular park day. And mm -hmm. the only reason why it's slowing down is the blue pass is being exposed again. They're abusing it like crazy. And there were some guests on Barry Tales where it took them a little difficult because they were actually disabled. And it took a while. And when I was almost to the end of the ride, it stopped for a good five minutes or so. So by the time we got off, uh, we were chilling. Uh, I was with um, 
the crafty pieties and we're all talking with the managers and eventually it came around and it took another five minutes and that was the reason why we stopped back there because there was an older lady trying to get off the right and you could see the blue pass aligned with party like to get the signage or the time was like three hours plus so it was backed up as more that was making everything back up from ghost rider to silver bullet to you know once the log ride opened that was like a two hour wait and i was all the way gonna attempt that all the way in the back right where the behind the wood sign where charles is at and i was just like nah i'm good and then after watching mondo's video i was like just at a certain point was an hour i was like nah. i'm glad i made the right choice because uh yeah it felt like the only issue i had honestly which i know i found out that they are very understaffed in foods is that like I was at the cantina for an hour and 20 minutes and I was like 50 people in front of me and it took that long. So wow. that was everywhere. The only, you know, it's shocking was the only good thing was that firemen's look long, but they work their butts off and that line flows. You end up talking to somebody talking about barbecue <laughs> and then you get a conversation. Then you, everybody starts talking about barbecue. Then you get into Oh, like how long have you been at Nods and stuff like that? But the line never stopped. And, and if you can, don't be intimidated by that. The thing with firemen's is it's always like that, though. The firemen's, yeah. firemen's line always looks long because they don't really have much of a line. You know, it's kind of OG and they have there's no room for them to expand that line at all. So they don't really have much choice. And it's always going to look long. But as long as they're fully staffed, it's always going to move. That's been my experience with firemen's. Uh, now, I mean, uh, they must have fixed some of those problems, obviously, by Saturday, because, I mean, the whole time I was there on Saturday, which, I mean, wasn't overall too long, uh, but I didn't really notice any crazy lines or staffing, and the only real issue was Berry Tales. Now, I know from stories that uh, Berry Tales did break down several times the day you went, Michael, oh, but yeah, they never I'm... actually broke down to the point where it was closed for the day. No. <laughs> And it broke down good. It broke down hard on we're Saturday. We're talking about it broke down like probably like around what? what Early. 1.30 or, yeah. or 2? It broke down at like noon because we got there at 11 and it was our first thing we did. We got there at 11. By the time we got in, it was just after 11, like 11.10-ish. We walked straight over to Bayery Tales. We waited in line for 45 minutes. Uh, we It broke down before we got up there because I told my husband, I said, hey, I said, there are people on the phone. I said, something's going on. And he's like, well, how do you know? I'm like, just trust me on this one. He, he, he always looked nervous. You know that look of sheer panic that you get when you're an employee and you know things aren't going to be good. So we got through the whole line, get up to the top, and this guy, uh, that one, or the, one of the ride ops, was taking our names. And they're like, hey, if we open back up, uh, or when we opened back up, they were being optimistic. They said, just give us your name and the party number and we'll get you on. Like, we'll take you through the back way. And I was like, all right, well, whatever. I mean, people were, there were some people in front of us who were obviously unhappy. And I'm like, listen, it's not their fault. Like, first off, this was the Iron Reef and that broke down constantly. And they, it's not like they revamped the entire ride. They give it a zhuzh, and they called it a different ride. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Because I'm just, why bother? Why bother? If they're not going to bother to, to uh, gut the ride and make it a proper dark ride again like it was, why bother making Berry Tales? 
if you're just going to turn it in from stupid Iron Reef into something just as dumb, at least you should have just done Kingdom of the Dinosaurs because that probably would have fit the aesthetic much better. <laughs> and more people know what Kingdom of the Dinosaurs is because it was there much longer and for more of a, what I would call, formative years as opposed to Berry Tales, which people barely remember. I don't remember so, that at all. Like, I don't I, really King, all Kingdom of the Dinosaurs? I definitely I remember do. that it was a thing, but yes, yeah, see, everybody remembers Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. Yeah. The aesthetic of what uh, what Iron Reef was would have much better have translated into yeah. a dinosaur shooting game instead of, let's shoot berries and bring back this old is, ride that is, nobody remembers. Is that what it is? So, cause, cause yes. I, I actually, I like Iron Reef. I'm not going to lie to you. I actually like Iron Reef. Nah. That was when, when, when I did go to Knott's, that was one of the ones that was like, oh, I'll get on this ride because I, I thought it was kind of cool. It's a little like uh, 4D kind of stuff. I was like, that's actually, you know, for what it was, for the tech, knowing, well, this used to be Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. But if it's a, a berry shooting ride, okay. Well, you you know how much I hate shooting rides, yeah. Michael. <laughs> oh, it yeah. cool. Like, I didn't get on it, but I watched several of the vloggers who did get on it. So I've seen the ride through, and it smells really good. Like, we got <laughs> up to the top. To where you could like see the ride vehicle and like people in suits, obviously like looking at this ride like in just just like disbelief and uh, they were very upset. But it smells delicious. Um, yes, it did. <laughs> boysenberry, right? It's boysenberry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boysenberry. It, and, it goes off and on. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, if the ride, if they can get the ride to actually. Uh, be maintained to work more often than it's down then it will be a cool addition to knots that's the key though iron reef it was down a lot and berry tales just uses the same you know track and the same vehicles essentially it's the same ride they just changed a few things <laughs> what do we say change, about star tours shooting. change the disc <laughs> yeah just change the disc on the thing Except for in this case, this uh, it, it's more like uh, uh, Rise of the Resistance. Except for it's not because it's it's just, <laughs> it's an old ride that they couldn't get right the first time, and now they're just trying to get a, do it a second time. And I would have been like, you know what? If you really want to go for nostalgia, bring back the goddamn so backs racers, okay? Because <laughs> it, yeah. and you know that's they, like my favorite ride ever at Knotts. They can get rid of the knockoff of Goofy Sky School, whatever the heck that thing's called at Knott's. It's the wild mouse ride. That's yeah. Yes. Highly uncomfortable, horrible lap bar system. Just, uh, just not a fun ride to go on. Never has a line for a reason. Take that out. Put in Soapbox Racers 2.0. Obviously, yes. you're not going to have the same one from the 70s and the 80s, but zhuzh it up. Make it a nostalgic ride bring it into the new century that would go over so well because a lot of gen xers are are going to knots with their kids and the gen xers like that's the ride we remember like soapbox racers is the biggest one that you see on every facebook group and everyone talking about and that's the one people want to see oh so it's like the people mover yeah so it's like the people mover and they have the most <laughs> merch in their store really it's, that's the most yeah Wow. And the bear, okay, so like I remember Kingdom of the Dinosaurs, and it was one of my favorite rides. Like, I loved King, King, Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. Yeah, second was, favorite ride. Yeah, it was just, in, well, the soapbox was when I was a little kid, but like I remember Kingdom of the Dinosaurs from my middle school days, 
And we love that ride because there was never a line. It was <laughs> a chance to just chill out for a minute and go on a ride. And, you know, it was the same thing over and over again. It was just a fun little ride. Um, and it never broke down. Like Kingdom of the Dinosaurs, that was like, that thing took a licking and kept on ticking. Uh, that's kind of weird. I didn't know it was just basically taken in, uh, to take Iron Reef and basically and put in, uh, yeah, yeah, rehash it, it and new coating. And what's even worse is that the gun is heavy as hell. It yeah. really is heavy. Well, it, yeah. It, I mean, even for Iron Reef, it, 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 it might have to get tired. Like, no, but it the gun get... is even more heavy. It's heavier? The wow, very gun feels even more heavier. And Than the Iron the... Reef gun? Oh, my. Yeah. And what's Not even worse shirt. about the whole system... Oh, it's a pull thing? Like, like, you, is it... you can't tell where you're shooting at. That's the biggest issue. And you it... don't know what you're yeah. shooting at. The little dot that splashes on the screen is so mixed up, like you think you're lined up, and you're shooting a pie, and you're shooting way off, up or down. It's it's it, that that thing need, definitely need to fix, and that's one of the biggest issues. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Midway Mania. Yeah, sounds like Midway, even called. even the pool thing, like Gina mm-hmm. was motioning yeah. here on this audio it's podcast. Like, <laughs> like, it, like, it almost looks like a berry jar, and then okay. it's like a plug in the back, and you're like pulling on it i didn't like i said i i didn't get to ride the ride myself but i watched a bunch of the ride throughs and people were looking at the guns and then i was listening or reading what a lot of people on the like facebook groups and stuff had said about being on the ride and their what they liked and what they didn't like and the gun um the gun was not getting a lot of love that a lot of people didn't like that at all so we tried to ride it we wanted to make that our first ride um it didn't work out so we said all right um, so we ended up riding a lot of like sea ticket rides that day just because <laughs> <laughs> by the time we like left Berry Tales, um, the rides for Ghost Rider and Silver Bullet were probably an hour a piece. And my husband doesn't really like those rides anyway. So we're like, all right, well, let's just ride. We rode um, the Scrambler ride and then we rode the carousel. We rode the hat dance, which I mean, I hadn't ridden in 20 years. So that was that thing needs a facelift, by the way. That, <laughs> that poor hat dance is in some disrepair. Um, but everything <laughs> was breaking down left and right. You had to yeah. – and everything was cool about it. I mean, it, it was like the general consensus was, well, this hasn't been open in a year, so there's going to be some, like, you know, monkey wrenches. And then you'd think the Jaguar line was, like, five hours long, but then it was brought to everyone's attention. We cannot have indoor queues. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's a long indoor queue, too. The whole queue is indoor in Jaguar. Yeah. I had to, like, bring it all out into the plaza. And then the reason why everything was so long was because even though it's, let's say, 25% capacity, all of the rides are 25% capacity. So you have a sold-out day. You're going to have sold-out wait times. Because we went to get on the carousel, we couldn't even sit together because there's stickers all over the place telling you not to sit on things. Well, it's not even that too, but and then some rides were doing one family per car. Yes. Oh and yeah. And so you had on, uh, like the mine ride, uh, it was one family per car in the mine ride, but also, uh, the uh, whatever, what's it called now? It's not Bigfoot Rapids anymore. What's it called now? Calico Rapids. Calico Rapids with Bigfoot, featuring yes. Bigfoot, uh, was doing one family per Rap. boat. 
Yeah, yeah there was a lot of individuals on that thing. But, yeah, my mom went Daughter. on it. She went by herself. She was on the whole road by herself. I said, if we had known, if I had known that, we, I would, we would have, the rest of us would have went with her. Because I'm like, she, get, we, she went by herself. I'm like, wow, you had a whole entire thing by yourself. That's unprecedented. It would never happen again. Bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> like I never usually go on those water rides, but I think I might have to go on Calico Rapids maybe today. I don't know. It's kind of ramping up to be kind of chilly in the evening, so I don't know. But, a little windy. <laughs> but uh, at some point before they stop doing this one family per vehicle thing, I definitely need to go on on uh, on uh, Calico Rapids, and I highly recommend that uh, you guys do that too. <laughs> I tried, I failed. I said screw that. The line was by the entrance. I'm, I'm just amazed Anthony is advocating to get on a ride. Yeah. Ride, right, Michael? I'm, well, hey, I only did three. <laughs> no, I'm talking all, about Anthony. All, all, <laughs> I mean, if you just get on a ride and you're the only one in the car, how do you not do that? Oh, yeah, of course. I, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it got ridiculous. I got, you know, because I got uh, 1130. So I got there like 1140. I took my time, you know, because I knew it was going to be insane. My friend was already live showing me the lines and some people were getting <laughs> look, too close. And, and then when I got there, I see Shadow, uh, uh, he was outside. He was stuck because it came in too early with his time. <laughs> and you can see a bunch of other people uh, standing, like, all circulated around the entrance. Just like, like you see one couple arguing, like, you knew what time it was. And I just started laughing. You know, one thing I did notice, because you know I always take a a, a break uh, halfway in the park, and I always go to the parking lot. And when I came back, it was like around 3.34, and a lot of people were getting dropped off and coming late, too. I noticed that. And, you know, I saw a lot of family teenagers getting dropped off, too. So I knew that once that evening would hit slowly, the late bloomers would come. And it's been like that consistently. So it, even if you can't go right now after that school or whatever you got to do, they're going to flood in. So I noticed that that's how the times got longer later, and I was just like, screw that, I'm done, no more rides. I just got some geos, walked around, and got some pictures, and just make sure to do my reports uh, for this and my groups, and that was it. I didn't, I didn't go full-blown. I'm saving that for Disneyland this Thursday. Now, okay, well, well, I mean, but, I okay hold on. There's a difference there, though. There's a difference there, though, because you're all speaking as, as – I, I use this term loosely, pass holders, correct? Mm. You're all speaking yeah. as, as pass holders to knots. You're gonna have a very different experience if Anthony's telling me he he went he's going this is the second time he's gonna go. That's yeah. way different than the next time any of us goes to Disneyland. I know Michael's going later this week or in uh, next week, but that's it's gonna be a way different experience, man. That's I get oh, that, I get there more. when it opens and I stay there till I close be, till it closes because I'm dropping that big coin. Uh, uh, I didn't say Bitcoin, I said big coin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I made sure it was the one where it closed at ten. So I'm well, that's why. I, Nobody in their right minds should be paying money for something they should just wait for passes. Yeah, but they're not. <laughs> well, he wanted not... to go, and he's got he's got some. Michael's got some extenuating circumstances about it, so he was he, he's been saying that's the reason I'm trying to do this is because I'm going to be laid out for a little while. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, do you want to go on with any knots, or do you want to switch it oh, over? I, just want, I want to talk go about parking it. real fast. Yeah, go for I want it. to talk about your guys' parking experiences based on when you showed up and where you parked. Michael, on Thursday, what was parking like? Um, I knew that the far back hotel and all that got busy. I'm my, I'm always across the street, 
you know. Well, no, but I mean, you're going to be wherever they tell you to go. Where where did you get to? No, I had the option. Oh, well, they didn't. Apparently on Saturday, there was no option. There was no option for me. Well, it depends. It depends because if you want a guarantee to get the, the, um, the parking on the other side, what you're going to have to do is skip going through the main entrance and then just bust a U and then go through the entrance to lead you to the second parking lot for the water park side. And you can just go straight directly to there without going to the main entrance where, you know, a lot of people do like going under the bridge and say, okay, yeah, it's faster, better walk, and there's a bathroom outside. But a lot of times they won't give you that option of like, oh, no, keep going straight, keep going straight. So because I like, like, if I know I'm going on the weekend, if I'm not there before the gates open, I'm going all the way around and parking to guarantee that side. But at the same time, it's been a little bit busy as the time goes because the lifeguards are training since opening day. So they're parking back there too. So it, it, it slowly progresses where it does get full, but that's because, you know, you're just intertwining with the lifeguards and all the staff and everybody getting ready. Now, before the pandemic and all this with knots in this, the short period that I was going to knots from January to March when everything closed down, uh, I never had any problem with parking. I parked in the uh, I parked in the Independence Hall parking uh, all the time. I was got good parking, especially if I showed up late. I never had to park anywhere else ever. I never had to park at uh, what I call their downtown Disney parking, the one by <laughs> TJ Fridays, and I never had to park by the hotel. That was never a problem when the park was open normally before the pandemic. Now, when I went for the Halloween uh, food event. Um, we showed up late and we talked about this of course before, but uh, those who showed up early got to park at the TGI Fridays parking and those who showed up late had to park uh, over in BFE all the way on the other side of the hotel. Now, Michael, it sounds like they're doing things differently opening day. It sounds like by the time we went on Saturday, Gina, that they had a specific order in which they were going to open things. And that order included having the Independence Hall parking open last, apparently, because it, as far as I could tell by timing, it didn't even open until noon because I showed up at 1230 and there couldn't have been more than uh, 40 cars in the parking lot. And I was fortunate that I guess we, uh, that I told we timed it that we didn't show up until 1230 because I like parking in Independence Hall parking and that's where we got to park. Now, uh, I knew someone who was there right at opening at 10 a.m. and they parked at uh, TGI Fridays. Uh, so that's where they parked first. And then my mom showed up probably about the same time as you, Gina, and she had to park way over by the hotel in BFE. So before pandemic, my husband and I liked to go to Knott's before it opened. We would, and we always parked over where you call the TGI Friday parking. It's the parking lot. Um, it's the paid parking lot uh, right um, behind Ghost Rider. So Ghost Rider kind of splits the parking lot in half. One side is the marketplace, and that's closest to the marketplace and TGI Fridays. And the other side of it is um, for... Um, the all day parking and we always parked in there and we liked parking in there um, because we'd get there as soon as it pretty much as soon as the parking lot opened, we would park there. So 
we knew we didn't have reservations till later. We had something to do that morning. So we didn't roll up to Knott's until about 1030 or 1045. By the time we got there, that parking lot was already full and closed. And they had us going to behind the hotel. Um, and so we parked out behind the hotel. Um, it is, it's a hike. I mean, it's kind of far out there, but um, it wasn't too bad. So we parked out there and we figured that we have a, we felt the same way you did. We felt that they did the parking by the ghost rider first, Welcome. hotel second, then Independence Hall third, where I felt pre-pandemic, because I went to Knott's a lot. Um, I think they opened Ghost Rider first, Independence Hall second, then the hotel parking, and last, um, or concurrently, they would open um, not necessarily the Western parking lot so much as that one that where the horses are. Oh, yes. I hate that parking lot. Like, I would literally rather park anywhere else. <laughs> The one over off of La Palma because the homeless people live over there, and I really don't like encroaching on their space. Yeah. They have yeah. their space, I have mine, and it, walking from that parking lot across La Palma down Grand is is honestly just it's not a fun time. So I never had to park there. That's crazy. It's I've had to park there before, um, and it's just not the parking lot isn't paved, so you're parking in grass. And it's like Western. Yeah, it's it's like Western. But in my opinion, it's even a little bit worse than that. So, um, yeah, I prefer to get there early just for parking situation. But parking by the hotel wasn't bad. At least it's paved. So the lady who took the poor parking attendants, though, you can tell that they were already tired. We pulled up and she said, hi, do you have a reservation? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the sigh and everything. And I said, yes, we do. She's like, oh, good, because I would hate for you to get all the way up there and then them turn you away. I was like, no, we have a reservation. We're good to go. And um, so she was really nice. I just felt like some people were being really rude to the Knott's employees. And I'm thinking, listen, Biff, they're like 17, 18, young. They're in their early 20s. They're very young. A lot of the workers were very young. You can tell the highlight of their day is not telling you to put your mask up, sit and eat, or not be rude. And there was not everyone, but there was enough people being rude to the to the um, employees that my husband and I were like, "This is a, this is ridiculous. Stop it! Like you, y'all need to stop." Yeah, um, unfortunately, uh, the reports coming in from uh, the employees that I know, especially one of my friends, is like, there is a lot of new people there, unfortunately. You know, a lot of people just didn't want to come back. And uh, food was getting it. And the people that got it the worst was the guest relations. People were just yelling, demanding you know, lying about their disability, um, you know, with the issues with the dining, all day dining in the season pass, not reading properly, and it was just chaos. And I didn't have any problem with any of that stuff. By the way, my parking worked fine. My food pass worked fine. My drink pass worked fine. Yeah, we were the guinea pigs on Thursday. 
Yeah, I, we didn't have any issues with that either. Um, but we did see a lot of people just like taking out all of their pandemic frustrations on the employees. And I mean, okay, so I'm the type of person that I would turn around and say something, but my husband gets incredibly embarrassed when I do that. <laughs> for uh, for just you know keeping peace in my marriage, I kept my mouth shut, but. You know, I worked at Knot, and I know what customer service people go through and what you're going through as an employee. And again, when this grown individual is being rude and disrespectful to somebody trying to give them their drink and food, it really took everything I had not to say something to people. And um, mask wearing was, I'm going to say, when I what I saw personally, mask wearing was about 80% compliant. 20% pushing the rules. Um, and that's what I happened to see. Now I follow some other people on Instagram and they were saying as the night went on and as the days have gone on a little bit since then, that mass compliance is slipping even more. And that, um, it was to the point where one of the people that I follow actually left the park and said that they were uncomfortable because so many people were just not following the rules, eating and walking, drinking and walking, mask off, um, and nobody was really stopping them. And in my head, I'm thinking, if I made minimum wage after all that they had been treated, I don't know if I would confront something, somebody about their mask use either, or just like pretend I'm not seeing it. Because those employees got treated rough. Well, so do the Disney World employees, and yet they still managed to stay uh, uh, mask holes, as uh, some people have called them. Yeah, and, and I don't, you know, I don't know. I have a feeling, like, Matt, Knott's was a little, they didn't have as strict a mask policy as Disney did anyway. You know, I always joke, Knott's is the Walmart of theme parks because you're going there, it's not the same level. Like, Disney is Nordstrom. When you go to Disney, you're paying. Yeah. I go to Knott's, I have a great time, it's super cheap. The food is amazing. The food, to me, blows Disney out of the water in terms of, the food that they're offering at Knott's, even with all the hiccups they've had since opening back up, the food was delicious. Yes. Uh, it was so good. And so I, I love Knott's, but Disney, they're very strict about their masks. Knott's is like, oh, you have a piece of fabric tied around your head? Come on in. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, the amount of people wearing gators and, and neckerchiefs and bandanas <laughs> and stuff was ridiculous. I was very happy to see now. Uh, I'm just going to go off script for a second just to talk about Star Wars Celebration. And how go right here's, ahead. And here's hoping that uh, we don't need masks by Star Wars Celebration. But Star Wars Celebration was, because uh, obviously you guys know about the Star Wars Celebration being removed. Yeah, I was affected. Right. Uh, like negatively? Yeah. I, I, uh, well, it didn't happen, so I didn't go. <laughs> and I got, <laughs> no, I got, I got my tickets. Moved. I got my no, tickets. No, no, I'm pushed. talking about when it was moved this last week. Yeah, I saw. They I know. moved it from August to April. Yeah, that's okay. I'm all right. No, no, I was just saying. Yeah. But uh, so they said that because of uh, they put out their mass regulations for it, and basically uh, their regulations are going to be basically no masked characters, no stormtroopers, no 501st, no. Uh, oh, I didn't see all that. Mandalorians, okay. no nothing. Because no anybody who wears a helmet or anything that you can't see whether they're masked, they will not be allowed. So they're probably very, very hoping that um, 
mask regulations are gone by the time Star Wars Celebration, because otherwise the the backlash from all of the whiny Bible Firsts and Mandalorians and all those people is going to be intense. But uh, they did specify, and the reason I brought this up is because they did specify uh, real masks. Uh, they did specify no gaiters, no neckerchiefs, no handkerchiefs, no valved masks. Uh, so they went the whole nine yards with specifying so what it, it is basically, considered a mask. It basically is Disneyland's rules just moved over to a Disney convention basically. across the street from Disneyland. I didn't know that Disneyland stuff had specified those that those things were no. Ne- uh, well, obviously, no, you know, no, no masks anyway. You know, uh, no impersonating the characters. Obviously, no neck gaiters, right. all those things, no valves, yeah, and all yeah. that. Are, I, I'm Michael's nodding his head at me. Yeah, all those are part of Disney's rules. So it really is just taking what Disney's doing at their parks to a Disney convention, right. which is literally held across the street from Disneyland. I just find that part right. ironic. Um, so, I know I did yeah. see the day change. I didn't see all those rules, but I'm going to be honest with you. They don't apply to me uh, because I don't go dressed up anyway. I was fine with them moving. And then to be honest um, – it's a whole year away. It's still a whole year away. Um, we know here, uh, and I know the majority of who listens to this is probably in the state of California anyway, but you know, we're going to see relaxed mandates next month anyway. So unless things take a drastic turn for the worst, all that stuff is probably going to be allowed and it's going to be pretty. Yeah. Close to it would be really, really have something extreme would have to happen for uh, mask mandates to be gone by April of uh, next year. It'd be, or May, whatever it is, May. Yeah. You'd have, something crazy would have to happen. I mean, knock on wood, yeah. This isn't wood. This is that's a vinyl cover, but <laughs> <laughs> it was symbolic. There's it no actual symbolic. wood around me. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, food. I, I know. Uh, I did see Michael post some stuff about issues with the dining plan or whatever they gave you or the piss uh, yellow bottle or something. <laughs> what happened with, oh, yeah, the, with food? The, the bottle, the refillable cup, like the, it's so, the color is just hideous. I like the color. <laughs> that it's color gold. Just, it's like gold. It, but it's not gold. It's, it's gold. yellow. It's yeah, like, you guys are crazy. I like that. I like it. version of gold. There I don't you have it. I don't have it because I don't want to be responsible for remembering to bring it. So yeah. I went with just the small cup option, but I like the color. I like it way better than the red, the daily red, because I don't like red. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I we don't have that one. Um, we didn't get any of the drinks because we usually just drink water when we're there. Um, but we are going to get the dining plan. We didn't add it on last year, so we're gonna just pay for it and add it on this year. But we chose the sit-down restaurant, um, the grill, the Ghost Town Grill. We wanted to go sit on the patio. Um, it was full, and we just were hungry, so we didn't want to wait. Um, but they sat us right away inside, and inside they're socially distancing. Um, I actually took pictures of a booth where there's no table, and like it's just this empty area. And it's so just, they just have, the just the bench, like just the seat. No, um, it's just the seats. Yeah, it's yeah. just the seats. Oh, wow. Just like in a corner with no table. And um, that's how they're socially distanced. They just don't put the table there, um, which is great because then it tells the hostess, like, there, there's no table, so you're not sitting them there. But um, it was super nice in there. Um, 
the food was just as good as it was pre-pandemic. Um, it was deli- like just the best food. We got a salad and we got the hummus. Um, I would say it took about the normal time for a sit-down restaurant. It didn't feel like it took like an overly long amount of time. Um, the waitress seemed like she knew what she was doing. I don't think she was new. And um, everybody in there was, you know, everybody in there was in a good mood and and it was great. It was a good experience. And so we didn't eat at any of the dining plan places because we didn't have it. And so we just decided to eat that one meal. Um, So we had a great, great experience with the dining, um, with the foods there. Uh, And I think by Saturday they had solved a lot of the issues because I would say the food lines were about average for a summer day. And I know that this isn't a summer day, but we are all clamoring to get back to some kind of like entertainment. So the place was sold out. Knott's was sold out on Saturday the 8th. So I'd say that the lines were about average for a sold out day. The places I saw had even less of a line than that. I mean, I went to, uh, we went to Boardwalk Barbecue and we didn't even wait two minutes. I mean, there was maybe like four people in front of us and that was it. Uh, now my mom went to uh, coasters and she waited a little bit longer. We had just walked by coasters and had seen the line was coming out the door there and we weren't going to go there anyways, but I just hadn't happened to notice that. So that one did have a little bit longer line, but then coaster doesn't really have in- a queue indoors. No. They just kind of funnels out the door as opposed to boardwalk barbecue, which does have that little indoor queue. But um, people were social distancing in the in the line. Well, like I said, we only had four people in front of us, and to me, that's the that's not even that's more like a uh, January day. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, the food was good. I had seen pictures that scared me from Thursday, where the the meat at Boardwalk Barbecue was white, the sausages were white, everything looked super gross, and I'm like. I don't know. They've ruined Boardwalk Barbecue because they took a bunch of stuff away yes. from Boardwalk they, Barbecue. Yes. And then they, yes. added this whole, they added this whole uh, Nonsense. Uh, macaroni and cheese uh, where you could stack barbecue on top of your macaroni and cheese thing. They added this that whole thing, but they took a few items away. They took the what used to be just the, the, the stack of pulled pork, and now they put it on a sandwich, which is fine. I mean, if you're going to have pulled pork... On something other than just sitting there, the sandwich is actually slightly an improvement. But they did take away a couple things. But the uh, the 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 sausage is still there. The uh, the um, the meat is still there. The uh, they have um, meatballs. I don't remember if the meatballs were there before or if that's new. But no. I've heard really good things about the meatballs, and it's next on my list to try there. The uh, I had the the. Uh, the sausages and peppers and it was really good the the picture i had seen of it was super gross but then i saw it in person i was like "Ooh, that looks super good so i went ahead and got it and the peppers were delicious my breath smelled like like sweet peppers the rest of the day even through i was like kept smelling in my mask sweet peppers and i'm like (laughs) well i guess it's better than bad breath (laughs) then um so yeah it was really good the meat was good Uh, I got the beans as the side, the the barbecue baked beans, super, super good. Uh, So, I mean, and I was really going to get some potato wedges because the potato wedges look super good too. But then I was like, ooh, those beans look amazing. I mean, they're they're no loves, but uh, they they were really good. And um, the cornbread was moist and very yummy. 
and it is nothing like I thought. I remember us. Ha- I thought I remember having cornbread there before, where it was super dry and gross. And this cornbread was the exact opposite of that. It was like some Marie Callender's cornbread. <laughs> and um, yeah, everything was good. Um, what I had, and I I can't even remember what uh, Rebecca had now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, mine was good. Did you smell the? Uh, what did you did think I about the teriyaki? It? The teriyaki uh, flank steak. Oh, the flank steak. That was the meat. Yeah, no, I didn't smell it, but it looked. It sure looked better than the than the pale the picture of some pale meat that I had seen from Thursday. Oh yeah, somebody posted my group that looked ugly. I was like, yeah, oh. I don't know what was going on with the food on Thursday, but it was. They definitely had fixed the problem by Saturday because the food was amazing and it all looked good. I would have gotten everything that there was there at bar, at at barbecue. Uh, now my mom, what my original plan was go to go to Wilderness Broiler because they had the uh, the limited time jambalaya, which I'm hoping is still going to be there. It should still be there tonight, so I'm going to get it tonight, and I will talk about that next time maybe. But uh, they were having that because uh, they're doing a uh, I don't know what it's called. It's a limited time where they're going to have a certain uh, like a flashback dish or something where they bring it, and it's going to be at a specific place, but it's only going to be there for like a week and a half, two weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, the 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 first one is is the jambalaya over at Wilderness Broiler. So uh, I heard that's really good, and um, looks good. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, I had the food was good. Uh, the lines didn't seem, uh, at least for the area that I was in when I was looking at lines over in the boardwalk area and stuff, uh, was not too bad over there. Well, I'm glad they improved on that because I guess we definitely were the guinea pigs on Thursday. Well, you knew you were going to be anyway. I was going to yeah, say, man, come on, you knew that. Not, not that bad, I mean, but I, you can't go to the first day <laughs> and not expect everything to be. It's probably the. It's probably as stupid that bloggers would want to even want to go on the first day because they should know things are going to be shit. If anything, it just gives them an excuse to be jerks. This but isn't. A, this isn't a new parade, man. Views. Those bloggers, they know that if they're the first ones to pump out that content. People are going to click it. They're going to get the views. I only saw one vlogger. I call him the, the bougie vlogger, but only one person was talking negatively about knots, but not on his blog, on his live stream. Every other vlogger that I've watched um, live stream or the actual like um, uh, edited content they all had nice things, like really positive things to say about knots, probably because they're ambassadors and they want to be invited back. And the exactly one exactly the reason. Yeah, and the one who said something negative, I don't believe is, um, because they're new. They jumped to knots after Disney chose to not do anything for their uh, legacy people. Um, so they <laughs> like, scramble to like get content, I guess. But um, they were pretty. They were, you know, they were. Pretty hard on their live stream, but um, most of the ones I saw were saying good things. And and I was watching uh, one of them who, even though I know they're not ambassador, they were being the same crit- critiques we have. The first day was a little rough. People weren't paying attention. The food was a little iffy. They're training new people. The rides were, you know, on and off. So a lot of it is the same critiques that we had. Michael over there eating like as if he's at knots. <laughs> um, because of one of my medicines, I haven't really been eating. I just don't feel like it. Even if I blaze, it, it still doesn't like. I have to be super, super picky. Like I, if I, 
the other day I wanted a crab, so I went to my mm. seafood spot and got a crab, and I was like, damn, I must be that desperate to, like, pick something that I need to eat. Like, I'll drive to buy, but I guess I got some, uh, a good vape this time, because I actually, I'm a hybrid, but I picked sat- uh, sativa, and damn, I'm eating like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about what, what, what strain you're getting. You gotta get the right one. Well, I stopped the hybrid because being a long time smoker, you know, I do, I do a lot of research every, every year so often with studies. And I think I'm one of those ones where it's starting to affect my body. And I seen what a point where when I stopped the first time where I thought I was going to go into surgery, I thought I was going to drop. Like I had a lot of stomach issues, thought it was a medicine, end up it was, I was raised too much. And I was like, no shit, and it, I just stopped for a while, and the only reason why I'm back smoking is because it's just a matter of time where I'm not going to be able to, and I'm done for good, so enjoy it till it's done, <laughs> fuck it, besides theme parks are coming up, man, and supposedly one of my friends got in with the Stizzy in Disneyland, so I'm debating on that one. Huh. Um, but I probably won't. <laughs> That's a lot of money I spent. Yeah, let's talk about how much. Uh, well, you don't have to give us an amount, but uh, unless anybody's got anything to say about knots, we can switch the conversation for a few. Because none of us. No, have I think we've, we've established that uh, we all can go to knots without having to pay. Yeah. More money. <laughs> that, that's pretty Yay. much it. Yeah. I mean, other than you know whatever we already paid or whatever our monthly is, or <laughs> it's like I'm not going to pay 150 dollars to go. Oh, you only get to go once? Nah, I think I'll wait. So I, I understand that you didn't spend eight to nine hours uh, online to get a ticket for opening day at Knotts. That, that's what it seems like because that's what I what. – oh, what's, no. what's, the, what's the record, Michael? What's the record that you heard as far as somebody waited online? I did hear – nobody that I know. Actually, I don't know anybody that waited uh, opening day. Hours. 12 that's, hours, man. That's ridiculous. Because it did glitch three times. Stupid. I got tossed out. I was right there. I got tossed out. The the website froze. And Let me tell you something it, about, real quick about knots. If you got tossed out, it kept your place in line. Because no, as long not as you me. Would, it did. No, it even said right on it that it would keep your place in line if you got tossed out. Uh, Rebecca got tossed out. My fiance got tossed out three times. And every time she went back in, it made t- it kept her place in line. It even said right on the page that if yeah, you but close this... the page, it keeps your place in line. So as long as you went back in and you were still signed in your account, you it was kept your place in line. The it, website it, just straight out just error page. Well, then that's that's, your, that's, that's a problem on your end. That's not their problem because <laughs> like I said, Rebecca, got, Rebecca was on her phone and got kicked off. Three to four, three or four times, and every, each time she was able to get, maintain her place in line. So, if anybody was having problems that, that didn't happen, and it specifically said that it would keep your place in line, that's your problem. Well, at the beginning, it was giving us different names. Like, oh. <laughs> and it was like, hi, Steve. And I'm like, I'm definitely not Steve. And then, I got so, Jen. <laughs> what are you talking about? On the knots? Yeah. yeah. On the knots. When I you signed in. I was signed in on mine and just said hi Anthony and then nope. I, I it said before. it said that I was seven hundred or seven thousandth in line and <laughs> whatever that I had to wait time and that's all. By the time I got on, I was still really low in the queue. I, I was because I was trying right as 
like we could, but to get logged on, yeah, it called me Steve. I was Alicia. I was like every name that wasn't me. So then Jan, I like, Stephanie. <laughs> with it. I'll just be Alicia mm. and I'll figure it out later. And then that's what I did. But it didn't, if you, it did say if you close it out, it would let you back in. But in that, there was a window where it wasn't doing that. There yeah. was a window where it was crashing because um, I was on there and then I was on uh, Facebook looking at what people were saying. And everybody, that, that wasn't a new, like, mm. it wasn't, uh, it was common that people were like, I'm not Steve. Like, who's Steve and Alicia? And it was <laughs> <laughs> random names and so it didn't just happen to me i know it happened to several people not not even that because when that crash went down is when knots realized that people were making multiple days were getting 12 15 yeah. oh yeah so when that crash oh. hit that's when they were like no we figured it out the people still got it some people did get screwed over and they the last one that they did get was the one that they got so that they kind of get opening that was gone Whatever was some of the last reservations that they made out of like the ten, that's what they got, and they wiped it all out, and just some um, just got lucky and have like multiple days still. But that's when I got messed up. But regardless, in the end, it was like Disneyland where mm. all none of the people I knew that got that got reservations at the same time as me had that any of those problems you guys are talking about. That's um, weird. Yeah. I don't know if it was. Were you guys both on computers? I was on a desktop. Or no, a laptop. I was, I was, on, I was laptop. on a laptop. I, I didn't use my maybe phone. That's the, maybe that's the maybe that's the common denominator because all the people I know who were doing it were on mobile. Um, uh, probably. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy because I never heard of any of that. I mean, I knew I knew uh, my I knew uh, my fiance, my mom, and my um, my friend Victoria all were we were all doing it at the same time. And none of us had any of those problems. And uh, like I said, uh, one she got kicked out four times and got back in and saved her place. So I don't know. That's crazy. iPhone and or Android? Android. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think we're all on uh, all on iPhone. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and now all you got to do is go to the Knots app, and there's a place where it says reservations, and you click the button, and then it, you can see what you need, and you click the buttons, and it's super easy. So Knots figured it out fast, but that first day, it was... Nuts. It was Knots? Yeah, I would say that they fixed it quickly, and I would say that... Um, I feel that it was resolved pretty quick, but yeah, some people did wait a long time. I don't think it was to the extent that Disney, because Disney had more demand, I think, than not. I never did. heard of anybody waiting past like two, two hours to get the knots. No, I mean, maybe two and a half hours. I mean, nobody was waiting past like uh, I think twelve thirty. I think maybe by one at the latest. So knots. I mean, uh, Disney went by really quick because I told you Dan had gone to the CM stuff, and when we were talking. Uh, they had to do the same thing. They had obviously their 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 comp tickets or whatever, however they handled that, but they still had to go through the reservation process for the two days. Was it two days, Michael? Two days of CM previews it, that they had? It, yeah, uh, no, three days. Three days. Three days. Ten minutes, yeah, man. Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. That stuff was sold out in ten minutes. Oh that, yeah. That's how quick that went. So I mean, they were able to get them and, and went. Just for but the cast members. Just for the cast members. Yeah, I was sold out wow. in ten minutes. Like and for, and I and what people don't understand is that. On was it on the twentieth after you know the regular people started doing the California residents and all that, people forget 
that the comp tickets before pre-COVID for cast members or whoever they gave it to, and the top comp tickets they got starting again, the reservations hit for them. So a lot of slots that are filled, people don't understand that that's cast member comp tickets as well, that they're not including into the capacity. Yeah, so if you're letting them do that. that right now. Well, um, you know, I heard really, that since they're... they didn't allow them to do it when Galaxy's Edge opened, I'm surprised they didn't block them off from doing it now. And, and we don't know what that's going to look like because having talked to a few, they're unsure what that's going to be like. They were allowed to do the, the Disneyland preview just like, you know, everybody else did. Choose your park the day you want to go from the, from the cast member previews days. But they're unsure what it's going to look like heading in now um, when they get their however many comp tickets they get you know, in a year or whatever it is, they're unsure what that's going to look like and how that'll play in yeah. capacity. Cause I, I had asked him specifically, are you going to try to do it when, um, Avengers campus opens? And he said, you know what? I really don't know because I know they're changing the way that they're handling, uh, all that kind of stuff. Cause they expect, well, obviously, you know demand, what the demand is going to go up is, again next month. Well, and the kicker too is, is that, um, there, it's been no, it's no, uh, it's no secret that Disneyland's been trying to get rid of the comp tickets for a long time. Anyways, uh, there was rumors, uh, about them getting rid of the comp tickets uh, about four, three, four, three years ago when uh, I know when uh, when Rebecca was working there. So yeah. there was, uh, you know, they were already talking about it then, or they were talking about it then. So I mean, uh, I don't know. You, I wouldn't be surprised if you see them use this as an excuse to get rid of comp tickets, same way that they use it as an excuse to get rid of passes. So it would be perfect time for them to be like, eh, sorry, we can't bring back the comp ticket program uh it's just it, you know we just can't maybe after you know they could be like oh well maybe after reservation period is over and then just never be like never have it again so i wouldn't be shocked yeah so as far as that goes i mean it was really that first day that was a mess but then as as michael knows because yeah, i saw him posting this and i know i have a cousin of mine who did decide to go um just decided to say you know what i'm gonna go on the next day after the big rush and we're able to actually get tickets. And so, you know, being the Star Wars fan that she is, he decided, I'm going to go May 4th. And didn't have any trouble doing that, you know, during the week and all that kind of stuff. Because obviously, opening day went first. Avengers Campus opening day was the next one. And then, of course, weekends. But, like, most of the weekdays, you're able to do. Or if you wanted to park hop, you know, starting at DCA, you could do that. And then, you know, park hop after the 1 p.m. Uh, thing. And then they've got the changes now with the way you can do Rise having the two different um, times you can try to get a reservation. So the initial crush seemed bad. It seems like everybody I, I know that wanted to get tickets later was able to do so and get something that they were happy with, uh, most of which has been during the week, which, you know, they could just I'll take a day off of work or whatever. They've been able to do that. But, um, yeah, that's what, it, that's what it seems like. So remember, and we talked about this too, um, I think on the podcast, we're talking about how they could specifically do Rise. Well, Michael saw this and Dan confirmed it, that um, that total, that first um, scene with Ray and BB-8, like the I little pre-show thing, yeah, is, is totally, it, it's it's not there. They, yeah, the first place they walk into, yeah, the first place they walk into is where they get under the shuttle, which has a bunch of yeah, plexiglass. It seems like they walk straight through that room and straight into the shuttle, and then the first thing you see is that, uh, that, um, that Mon Calamari lieutenant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They even, into, so, to which was a bummer for a lot of people, that, that picture opportunity with all those stormtroopers when you exit the shuttle, um, they just rush you right past there. 
there's no time to take a photo right there because you know, when we when that ride first opened, everybody, including me, has a photo in front of all the the stormtroopers that are lined up there. They just rush you right by. Well, the thing too is, is that picture would be almost ruined if you get a cast member in there because that that whole experience is ruined because I've seen video of people going through there and the cast members are wearing those ugly ass face shields. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did see I did see pictures of that. Uh, yeah, uh, the two. first order, uh, the first order ones. At least in that room, I don't know about everybody else, but at least the ones in that room I saw were wearing those face shields, and I'm like, "What are you, no dentist?" <laughs> in the hallway too, you see a couple of them. Yeah, I guess any place where they're going to be close to you. Pretty much. Like, but aren't they already wearing masks? Why do they also need to wear face shields? Uh, I, I don't know. Think I, mean, that's, uh, I think that's personal preference because even when it was at Downtown Disney, that was a personal preference thing. I mean, I guess if that's what makes the cast members feel better, I'm not going to fault them for that. No, I mean, no, they deserve whatever whatever they're allowed to do. But yeah, I just I don't. That's not the experience I want. I want to. Um, now I'm like, well, I definitely am not going to. I hope they bring that scene back at some point because I don't want to be the one. Of the, I don't want to be the person who was robbed out of seeing the whole entire Rise of the Resistance experience. That's like, uh, you know, only people who were there uh, during the first couple weeks of. Uh, Frozen at the Hyperion actually saw the whole entire show because they just kept <laughs> chopping bits out of it every few months. They kept chopping bits out of it, so anybody yeah. was only people who were there at the beginning actually saw the full show. But it's like this is gonna be one of those things. It's like, are they gonna put it back, or only those lucky people who got to go before pandemic got to see that scene? And it's like, well, then <laughs> I guess I'll go to Florida and see it then. Florida again. Here we go. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that that's what I've seen. Um, Michael, what are you trying to hope to do when you go this week? Well, I I, I understand what Redman says, and trust me, that's because, you know, I was fighting for a rise when I was able to get down there, but I one time failed and part closed. Um, I have so many people that give me the main idea gist of it, so I think I'll be fine, and if not, you wait till 12 because... I'm glad that the system reads where you got it. Oh, well, you can't try again. So it gives other people an opportunity besides, you know, just your park hoppers, your, your in guests still at Disneyland still have a chance as well. So, um, that definitely, well, I'm going to basically do is, uh, for sure rise. Obviously you can't get in the, until you pass the gates. So, uh, I'll see how that looks and definitely hit the four classics. Because it seems like, and I just checked the app uh, maybe like a half an hour ago, where they're looking at uh, Snow White and Peter Pan are 35. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, Pirates was 40 and Haunted was 35. Can so we talk that... about, I'm sorry, can we talk about the Haunted Mansion, the secret entrance? Well, yeah, hold on real quick. <laughs> the, what I had heard from people was that when everybody first gets there, um, they try to do those, the, the new one. Obviously, um, Haunted Mansion, because it was closed. At the time of the of the closure, because they were um, plussing it or however you want to uh, term it, and then uh, we all know um, Snow White had been different too. But like people crush those when they first get there, and if you're able to catch it at a different time, if you're telling me that it's 35 minutes for Haunted Mansion and 35 minutes for uh, Snow White right now, um, that's not that too bad. Shit. Yeah, that's really not too bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not really worried about it, but I have enough hyper four year old. Yeah, I'm trying to just get that and burn her out early where. All the other ones, like two towns, only like five and ten minutes for Go-Go's and Roger Rabbit. You know what I mean? And Utopia was like ten, and 
you know, all those were like not as bad, you know, 20, 25. So, you know what I mean? As long as I get the mid, and, and honestly, I've seen a lot of videos with Haunted. Yeah, go in the quick area, get faster. Some have timed it where they wanted to go old school, and it really was like only 25 to maybe 30 max, but it, it really wasn't bad. So, what did you want to What did you want to say about the secret entrance, Anthony? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't I like mean, it. I mean, it's, it, it's, it, it, it I, sucks, but it makes sense, though. No, it doesn't make sense at all. Because if it didn't make sense, they would have done it during the sixtieth. They would have done it during other times when the line got incredibly long and stupid and had to go out into the garden and the fountain and that's shit. If they really wanted to cut down the line that badly. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is going to get really, really hot, and you haven't heard me like this in a while. Oh, no, Michael and I, but we were waiting for this. We were talking about it earlier. <laughs> the, that is a cast member entrance. You yep. cannot take guests and put them through cast member entrances. That is the that is a number one no-no in all of anything you ever learned as a Disneyland employee. That is a bad no-no. It was, it was, it was one thing when they took backstage and Main Street and and put up those scrims so that way they could do the 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 uh, the shortcut on the on the uh, west side of Main Street. Yeah. That the went uh, next to the uh, backstage of uh, of um, um, Jungle, Cruise. Jungle Cruise. That was one yeah. thing, but because you know they put up some scrims and stuff. They are literally. I've been through that door as a cast member. There's a break room there. <laughs> There's a break yep. room there. They're taking them through a break room and then through a hallway literally right past the control room to the <laughs> ride because I have been in there many times. I had to work in there one whole uh, month during um, changeover from uh, nightmare uh, to not. And um, no, I don't, it's, it's, that's, I don't care what they've done in there. I've seen reports that, uh, they've they've decorated it in there or something. I don't know if they've put up curtains. Yeah, they put up they done. put up the. It's um, absolutely unacceptable that they're taking guests through a cast member access area and then having them go through that door, which I've been through that door obviously into the into the portrait hallway. Um, and it's just it's absolutely unacceptable. What were you gonna say, Dan? I said they 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 uh, themed it like a servant's entrance, is what they yeah. actually did. So there's there's paintings of. Um, the paintings when you go into the stretching room, there's a couple of those, you know, the painting that you see before it stretches, they're in those hallways and stuff. Disney Parks posted that. I saw it on, I literally saw it on TikTok. I saw that actually where they took you through the whole thing on TikTok. And, and I have been on the, on the ride before where I had complained about the sound being out on the ride. And, and the cast member told me, you know what? Just get back in the dune buggy. And I, and I went <laughs> past and, you know, the control, I know where it's at. Yeah, I saw it because I went past the control room. You know, doing that. So when I noticed it too when I, they were on that little video. I was like, "Oh, that's the control room. That's where that area is right there." Because I saw where you came out, and uh, I was like, "Okay, okay, this is this is what it is." Um, it's all in the name of social distancing, and you yeah, know, that's it. And, and you know it. It's just to try to get some people through that are that are ambulatory. Big word you like that? Because um, <laughs> they don't need the, you don't need <laughs> the, the elevator that uh, you don't need the elevator that is a stretching room. So get yeah, some people out of the way. Disneyland, we need that because it is a genuine elevator and they can only put so many people in there and the line, it just wasn't moving. And so I see why they did it. I mean, it's only five people inside the, the, the dots. 
Right. Yeah. Well, so you've got that, and then that line because you know because you know you hold a bunch of that line outside. Anyway, yeah. we we, oh, know, yeah. we we know that from the um, the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas uh, layover. But at some point between that and Pirates, <laughs> those lines are gonna they're gonna match or they're gonna mix. Because if you're holding that all outside and Haunted Mansion outside, you're gonna get real close to each other. That's Pirates did look long at one point um, a couple of days ago, I believe. Where I extended out pretty far, I was like, "Damn!" Well, it extends out pretty far to begin with, because they got oh, all yeah. those, those switchbacks <laughs> that go up across. You know, they got that one switchback that goes up across the bridge, in in front of it, heading towards the treehouse, and then you know, depending on how long it gets, takes up some of the area there in front of the river. At some point, like I said, it's just going to keep getting longer. And where do you go? Because you have to have some place that somebody can walk by to go get their hungry bear. And see, that's why, um, you know, obviously, you know, following with the, the color tier system of Orange County, you know, they're stating that they're setting for May 19th to step up to the final color tier. And I'm like, I know it'll take a, uh, a bit, maybe a day or so, so to see that effect of the parks. So what are they at right now? The 25% or the 35? 25. 25. So and, the next big... We, we won't get into this argument, but that first day, there was, that first day, the opening, there was no way they were at 25%. There was well, no saying, way they were. Dan, how long have I been saying that there was no way they were going to be at the actual percentage they're supposed to be for any of the days? Come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. It was like summer of 19 with Galaxy's Edge. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I doubt very much Knott's is at 25%. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that one, but there was yeah, no way, there was no way Disney was going to open and, and fill it up. They gave you that. If you were lucky enough to go that first day, you truly did have something magical because there was no way they had it at 25%. Knowing that Disney was going to say, okay, we're not going to screw this up, so we're going to keep it lower than it is supposed to be to figure out how everything is because we have all these new cast members. You know, because you know people, like Michael was saying with Knott's, people just didn't want to go back. Or to be honest, you moved on. You just moved on because it, it's a been a year. A lot of people had better jobs pretty much. And yeah. It was better pay and, and the coverage that they got. And one of my friends ended up being assistant manager because they – he was a lead at Disneyland, and they saw how good he worked from there. And he ended up becoming an assistant manager and getting uh, just bang. And he was like, screw Disneyland. I love it, but bye. Yeah. I mean, you got to do what's best for you know you financially. I'm not going to exactly. wait out. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't wait out a job. I'm not. If something better comes along, I'm out, man. I'll, exactly. I'll hang on for so long, but if nothing produces and a better opportunity comes along – I'm going to take it. You got to do his best for you and only you and your family. Yeah, we got that. Since since Anthony's already heated, let's heat him up some more. Um, yeah. <laughs> our membership, Anthony, did you hear about this? Our Ooh. membership. They didn't use the word pass holder. And now it basically, the, basically the thought was they that. They used like, that word. They already used that word once before. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. It's, it's not that. It's the fact that they basically admitted at this point, well, they just don't spend enough money. He said that we're full of shit. That's pretty much. <laughs> like we don't, you know. And it's stupid because it's like. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but at the same time, we're if, for us signatures paying that high price. If I'm not going that day, just say you calculate all the days that you know would have. But you know what? Up. They're not factoring in. They're not factoring in the fact that we do spend money, but it's not. We spend money in bulk in uh in in patches. In, but when yeah. we spend money in patches, we spend lots of money in patches because whether it's doing a bunch of purchases during Christmas or it's during a bunch of purchases when you have merchandise releases. We're not buying stuff every single time we're there, but we're buying things 
in bulk when we do buy things. I buy at or, least three churros when I buy churros. Or <laughs> or we're going or we're not eating every single time, but we're like spending a lot than when we do eat because we're going to Blue Bayou or we're going to uh, Plaza Steakhouse Fifty Five or oh, something sheesh. like that. I'm just saying not as an example. I mean, no, I did go there that one time with he who shall not be named. Um, <laughs> see, that's what yeah. See, that's what they don't understand is that we do spend money. We just don't spend it every time. No. But when we do spend money, we spend a lot of money because there is no matter how they look at it, we, we're pass holders. Sure, we're not we're not in the park, you know, to spend money. But we, but we do want things that you have. Yeah, I, and if I, you I've... continue to make nice things particularly nice things in in uh you know in um galaxy's edge or stuff like that we're going to continue to buy lightsabers we're going to continue to buy whatever star wars things you guys push out there so don't tell us that we don't spend money at disneyland as pass holders we may not spend it on a regular basis like people who come in like right now you know sure they're getting all the they're making back a lot of freaking money right now from all the people that are paying full price to go and spending all that money on merchandise and shit. But you know what? They make money from us in the long run. So just get over it and either give us passes or don't just stop teasing us. God damn it. And, and that's what I told people, uh, you know, that it, since this has come up, like what's the deal with this? And I'm, okay. We'll look. Yeah. I spent a lot of money on my pass and do I spend money in the park? I do. Do I buy stuff all the time? I don't buy stuff all the time. But I, I was kidding about the three churros, but then again, I'm not. Because every time I do go when I get a churro, I do buy three at five bucks a piece. They're a dollar at freaking Costco. You know, I'm spending your five dollars a churro. Yeah. I, I do. We do eat a lot of meals there or, or some kind of dessert or something. But I'm not the only one buying it. I'm buying it for the, my two kids that are with me. So it, adds up. it does add up. If you added up what I did, yeah, I spent a lot of money. Now, true, I don't drop, you know, two hundred, three hundred dollars in a, in one store. At one time, and then do that all day. I don't do that, but if you but buy you dinner, you might though. You have the possibility I, I, I might, that you and, might see something that you like, and you might do that. Oh, and I have, but even just going and saying, "Oh, we're going to go and we're going to have dinner there." Okay, well, dinner is not a happy meal. It's not five dollars. It's not cheap as hell. It's not. It's not cheap. And my rule with Disney has always been like, if I'm going to eat at Disney, I'm going to try to at least get a, a full meal because I'm. It's no different from me getting a, a hamburger. As it is, you know, the price of a hamburger <laughs> as it is to go sit down at one of the restaurants there. You know, I could go get some fried chicken for just a couple of dollars more. It, it's no different. So I'm like, if I'm going to go, I might as well eat what I want. I'm not going to scrimp on it. I'm just going to eat what I what I want. Yeah, I'm going to so, spend the same amount of getting a Ronto wrap and a Maileron juice and as I would going to, uh, you know, uh, Jack in the Box and yeah. getting – a meal, and I'm going to enjoy that Ronto wrap probably almost as much as I would that, um, you know, that sourdough Jack. Dinner was no less than – If not more. Dinner was no Ooh. less for, for me and my two kids, and if my wife was with me, it was even more when she had a pass. But it was no less than $40, $50 a shot for dinner. Per, and, pretty yeah, much. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. And then it becomes, yeah. hey, Dad, can we get a blue milk? Yeah, we can get a blue milk. So there's another 20 bucks. Wait, 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 wait. Are you sure that's not you asking for the blue milk? No, it's my, it's my son. My son likes the blue milk. But, but hey, he suggested it, and I said, like, yeah, you can have one. But you know what? Dad wants one, too. Because yeah. I ain't going to share, bro. It's it's my thing. And then popcorn. Oh, well, that popcorn bucket's cute. There's $25. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, man. Yeah. Tell me about it. I was looking at the list, you know what I mean, of, of all the places. Because 
obviously in Disneyland there's a very selective menus everywhere and and I'm very picky so I was just like like twenty five dollars for uh, uh was the Cinderella. You got twenty, twenty something, um eighteen something and I was just like, damn and my lady's like I'm getting that from my daughter. Ooh, I like that one. That she saw the sipper cup, the alien one. I was like, shh. <laughs> I'm like, you're spending that, not me. Sucker. <laughs> hey, Gina, did you see the picture he posted of the of the um, the fried chicken from Plaza Inn? No. Oh, it looked like a a, a slightly upgraded school lunch. Nice. In, in the little tray, <laughs> everything. Like, yeah, here's a little pretty tray. much. Here's your two chicken hey, you wings. Joke, but, the, yeah. but the fried chicken from from our school district is delicious. Dude, we get that. My kids come home she, with the free lunch all the time, and I eat half Rebecca of it. Rebecca brings right. she fried chicken home all the time. Yeah. And yeah, I love it. It's so good. But it was in those little containers like you take leftovers I think from. they use pe- – I swear they use peanut oil for, for – <laughs> they fried in peanut oil. It's so good. Maybe. I don't know, but it, it, it was pretty funny. So that's that's the that's the difference. That's what he's talking about. As far as the difference in food and the limited options, because there's no open, you know, stuff anymore. They're gonna hand you the, the thing. Um, well, very limited. Disney is still like they're barely opening things in Florida, and Florida has been open since like July of last year. So even in Walt Disney World, Disney is using this as a way to cut corners and to see at what point are all of the people who love Disney going to revolt. If they're not revolting yet, Disney's going to continue to see what they can get away with to cut a corner, increase profit. I mean, they're a company. That's what companies and corporations do. It's all about their bottom line. And so if they can get away with it, they're going to. And they're going to increase that profit margin, and people are going to continue to be okay with it. And and there's going to be a point where they won't, and that's when Disney will go, oh, okay. Like, they're just now reintroducing – one show to Animal Kingdom or whatever it's called down there. And and it's like that that park is like a half day park. They it's it's less than a half day park if you're not even gonna open anything. They still have limited menus in Florida. They still have places not open to eat in Florida. And so considering California is even more restrictive, if you're going to Disney right now, you just have to be okay with the fact that you're paying top dollar for like half of the stuff. Yeah, but you know what? There's a lot of rides open right now in in Disneyland that I didn't expect to be open. That's true. Yeah, yeah. there are rides that have no business being open based on based on Pirates has no business being open. Haunted Mansion has no business being open. Secret entrance, my ass. <laughs> it has no business being open. Uh, the dark ride's fine. That's fine. But you know what? Yeah, you know what? You, you if you go underground, if you probably shouldn't be a ride, probably shouldn't be open. Well, but, and I think that they're doing such limited capacity. So, like, uh, you know, you're only having one family per vehicle. You're and they're increasing capacity in Florida. They're starting to put, you know, they're not socially distancing there anymore. They are shortening it to three feet um, instead of six feet. So that's all happening in Florida, and I'm watching that because. I'm looking at it in terms of this. Theme parks are looking at Florida as the guinea pig and saying, okay, as California opens back up, what can we do and what can we not do? Um, And like now that the CDC is starting to say things like, oh, hey, if you're vaccinated, you can be maskless. Well, now I was reading today, somebody was, somebody somewhere was writing, all of this plexiglass they put everywhere needs to come down because now it's limiting the airflow. 
we need more airflow, not less airflow. And if we're all going to go maskless, then take down the plexiglass. And Disney's like, we haven't said we're going to get rid of masks yet. Even in Florida, where, you know, DeSantis is doing what he said, it's up to you. Do whatever you want. You don't have to have a mask if you don't want to. So Disney's sort of like testing the waters down there. And so is Universal, quite frankly. I'm seeing a lot of people that I follow are much more happy. They're much happier with how Universal is handling things over the way Disney is handling things. You're talking about in Florida. All taken care of. In Florida? You're talking yeah, about? in Florida. Right. Even here, actually. I've read a lot of – and Universal Studios Hollywood is throwing major shade if you follow their Twitter. <laughs> They got jokes for days, but yeah, even Hollywood, a lot of people that I'm, you know, I follow on social media, they've said they feel so much more taken care of at Universal and how Universal has handled things um, than how Disney is doing it. But people still run to Disney because it's Disney. I just want you guys to know that right this second, Woke Disney is trending on uh, Oh, did you see why? Is it that cartoon? Yes. Yes. What cartoon? Um, the cartoon of Woke Disney. My favorite part is the Black Lives Matter horn. Hold on, Dan. I'll, let me see if I can send it to you. Give okay. me a second. I'll try well, to send I'll, it to you. Okay. Let's, while you're doing that, let's since we talked about Universal, let's hit a – I think I'm done with Disney. Let's somebody has to say anything else. We'll throw in whatever we know about anything else, and we'll, we'll end this because we're already at 3 o'clock. So another you know few minutes, and then we'll call it. Michael's the expert, though, the, the Sea <laughs> World and the Universal guy. You know what? Universe has been doing good, you know, I mean, but the the wait times are just, whoo-wee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those wait yeah, times. that's the only oh. difference. And then now they uh, they already listed the prices for the out-of-states to come, which I thought was shocking pretty early. They announced that. But from a couple of people that I know that work there, they're saying everything's running smooth, hardly any drama. Um. Not nobody yelling at employees that much. You know what I mean? Santos hasn't had no drama working there ever since they opened. So he said everything's been flowing good. I don't see no issues. Uh, SeaWorld, oh, man, they're on a PR alert. Um, the, the biggest issue with them is that they cannot figure out the right information on regards of vaccine for out of state. Um, when you contact your social media, they get faster than the phone lines. And yesterday well, maybe morning, if they, they said, weren't allowing people from out of state, they wouldn't have that problem. Yeah, pretty much. But the, the message I got from them was saying that, that you have to be fully fat, vaccinated three and up. Some other employees were saying 12 and up because they just released it yesterday that I think the lowest was what, six, uh, 12 to 16. Yeah. 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 So, so, a, there was no COVID vaccination for anyone under, under 12 right now. Exactly. That's my whole point. And, you know. <laughs> It, whatever they send me, I use it because that's their own page and that's their statement. So, and, and unfortunately, on my page, I have a marketing team manager I talk to and some other people that they see what what they say. You know what we post. They're on all the SeaWorld groups. So, I was like, well, I keep it real, and they're gonna see it. I'm like, well, hey, you got to screen up. So, what is it? Because I asked, is it three? Is it twelve? Is it sixteen? And then I posted where in the morning they said. This is what the news was stating that was released. So it's still a heads and tails. And that's still that's still completely highly inequitable because exactly. you take for granted the fact that California has the best vaccine rollout in the country. 
other states don't have that. So yeah. while while most America, well most Californians who want the vaccine have already been vaccinated in the tiers because we already dropped it down to 12 years old, that's not the case in other states at yeah. all. So that's that's highly inequitable. Of course you, you'd have problems. To me, and I'll let you get to finish in a second, but to me, I know they released that and said you can open this for, for out-of-state guests, but to me, if you said that as soon as the governor said, okay, we can kind of do this, that was a money grab. That 100% was a money grab because you didn't have logistics worked out because you didn't even consider the fact that vaccine rollout isn't the same throughout the country. So how can, how can we prove this? Because you're still well, be excluding a lot of people. You can tell from the beginning. Any look, they they release things opened up faster. They That's were true. doing things like you know any loophole they took it, and well let's just see because they got a uh I think a new CEO or new director for SeaWorld that came from the San Diego Zoo for a couple of years, and um, from what I know and my because I met a, a zoo and safari group there's none whatsoever. Um, somebody that's like knows somebody that's always there and you're like that uh he's a good guy he's a really good guy and he's all about the animals you know what i mean he was one of the help to uh to change the the whole concept of the zoo and this whole um uh conservation thing that that they're implementing now so i think he should be a good addition because you know obviously <laughs> uh a video went out about the old uh submarine ride which makes them look really bad which they're finally destroying uh, the track is already being removed, finally, since uh, 2018, since that was the last operation of the ride. And hopefully things will look better. But as of right now, if you want to compare SeaWorld to Magic, SeaWorld's the worst right now. And Magic is not not that far behind it. Yeah, what's the news out of well, there? Well, Magic's always going to be Magic. So, I mean, you can't really... <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, uh, I mean, they're always going to be the bottom tier. So, I mean, you can't do it. You can't really say that. I well, mean, I've said world... before, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the non-union ones are the ones you have to worry about. And Magic is obviously always going to be the worst. I mean, who's the first theme park that had to put metal detectors in? Yeah, that was way back in uh, 1999. <laughs> Yeah, when they used to follow people with recorders all the way to the parking in the car, and then the lawsuits came in. Yeah, my friend made money out of that one. Eddie and my my stepdad and I were wearing Raiders, and they pulled us off with a sheriff location. Um, they that was that was when all the drama was starting. They Profiling. take off everything. Yeah, yeah. they made him. Oh, yeah. And he was he was just a, a, a machinist and an arrow machinist, and they made him take off everything because I was like probably like twelve, fourteen. They were like, just take off your shoes. And I'm like, my stepdad was like, are you serious? As soon as my my, my stepdad told my mom, hey, my mom gave him an earful and shit, just didn't hesitate. But they yeah, had that, to, though. I yeah, mean, the, the, problems with, the problems with gang violence at Magic Mountain was in the 90s was is legendary. And <laughs> it all culminated <laughs> with that big fight, uh, that big gang fight that was that happened at Magic Mountain with uh, knives and guns and that's yep. where that's what led them to put the uh i had a pass at the time when that happened <laughs> and uh i was there one of the first days those metal detectors went in and uh yeah it was uh it was a new experience to have to go through metal detectors going to a theme park who knew that uh disneyland wasn't going to be far behind <laughs> yeah but that was Brothers. years later uh, worse than two no it was actually <laughs> only like two years later because it was right after 9-11 so has it been yeah. that long Really? No, not the metal detectors, but they put in 
you know, bag check. Oh, okay. Right after 9-11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, but yeah, no, it was years before anybody else had metal detectors. But yeah, no, I mean, Magic Mountain, you just throw, you always just throw them out. Like the baby with the bathwater. <laughs> I would like to go down to SeaWorld. I never managed to get the – they do free – They're uh, doing it passes. again. They're doing it again right now. Are they? Cause, yeah. So I can never, ever validate my credential for some – because my last name on my credential is different than my married name. So I have a maiden name and a married name, and it's such a pain in the butt that I, I just gave up. Um, but I might do it again just because it's free. But um, Me- I message enjoy- them on Facebook and don't call. They get they get back to you really fast and they'll look at your account and everything. All right, I'll see what I can do because I might go down there and and do that because I really enjoyed. I got an email today. I like, the, I like the the shows and you know all of that. And I know it's not like I don't know politically correct to like SeaWorld very much, but they've done a lot to try to turn things around and to really try to do more for conservation. And um, and I really like it down there. Uh, I haven't been to the zoo or animal park either, but I've heard mixed reviews on those too. Uh, most likely you go on weekdays. Yeah. Up on the weekends. Well, and summer's coming up, so more people are going to be out on the weekdays too. Um, it's just that oh, time. Yeah. As Southern California residents, we weigh, do we want to be bored with, do we want to go fight crowds but with california being closed to quote out-of-state people for a while might be our opportunity to go enjoy theme parks in the summer take a little advantage bit. of it yeah without you know a lot of the crowds so well the the uh, just a word a couple a few words about the uh, about the animal parks uh, obvi- uh, um, michael knows that they just recently reband- rebranded you alluded to it uh Instead of being the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Safari Park and their whole uh, association, they've now uh, rebranded themselves as the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. There you go. Uh, that came with a whole new, brand new logo. Uh, and um, they even got rid of the original. They've even changed over the the long, long running uh, zoo, whatever magazine that you got as a higher member has now been rebranded into a brand new magazine. Yeah, I haven't um, got that one yet. I just got the brand new one, the first rebranded one today oh, okay. in the mail. Uh, actually, they sent out a rebranded one last month, but it was a calendar. What's <laughs> a magazine? <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I, still get, I guess still get a few magazines every now and then. I, I, like I, was, a, I was a member of that. Day. I, know I, have a, I still have I have a free membership that I got from uh, Verizon for uh, Entertainment Weekly. Or shall I say entertainmentally? <laughs> but um, no, yeah. So they've rebranded. Uh, we got to, had a chance to because we have the uh, I think it's whatever it's called the curator member or whatever. It's it's one of the higher ones, and uh, we got to go to a member appreciation evening last Thursday. It was a free event. It was. Oh, you uh, signed up? Yeah, we signed up. Oh, we went to nice. that. Uh, we went to that. It was really fun. They had uh, free food. They had hot dogs chili uh they had a bunch of different uh they had salads and other vegetarian options yeah. uh free free booze they had uh, wine they had um they had beers of course they I'm were all, up next time they were all they were all <laughs> shitty beers but i had at least one just to say i had a free beer but um free drinks uh they had different stations throughout the whole entire safari park that was at the safari park by the oh, way that nice. was yeah. at the zoo the zoo would have been much too big for that 
but uh yeah we went to that it was a good time uh just a bunch of just a bunch of uh you know uh white people walking around uh enjoying, the, <laughs> so they enjoying free stuff you know what i mean hey as, but, long, uh, as long as you don't take any babies in with the uh, elephants right um <laughs> uh, but no, no, it was it was a good time, and uh, I don't know how I feel about the new logo. It's a little it's a little bright and big, uh, yeah. but they already have the uh, they already have the new logo. They already had that day. They already had the new logo uh, plastered on the side of the big balloon. You know the big balloon that goes you could take up in yeah. the air. Uh, they have they already had the new logo plastered on the side of that. Yeah, I saw that. Everything's bright and orange and. I like orange, but there's too much orange. Yeah, it, it was. I think uh, you know because it was dull after a while. But yeah, once I touched it up, I was like, ah, with the bright sun. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, I I like what they're doing. I mean, they they have uh, I haven't I have fun at those two places. We're probably probably gonna our uh, membership's gonna be up in July. We're probably gonna renew it. Um, just because it's a, I enjoy being able to go there, and as long as we still don't have Disneyland passes, uh, I like having that secondary place we can go. And we, I like animals. It's a nice day trip and, too. Uh, yeah, it's a nice day trip to go. Yeah, I've I mean, always enjoyed uh, the safari park in the zoo. I mean, it's a way to get away because I mean, depending on uh, how we work it, I mean, I don't mind getting a hotel room for one night for either of those places. Mm. Oh, uh, get, yeah. get it the night before, and then you can just get up and go into the park fresh, and then drive home afterwards. Uh, so it, it, it works out, too. and I like either of those places uh, works out as, as nice options. I know some people don't like driving that far. Um, I tried to convince one of my other friends to get a pass there, and she was like, "No, I think I'll just get the LA Zoo." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, enjoy that That's little place." Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather drive to San Diego than LA. That's why I haven't yeah. passes yet. I keep looking Same. at LA traffic, Same. going, oh, "I just don't think I'm gonna pull the trigger on those guys." The Temecula traffic. Oh. I mean, yeah, I'm but that's at certain times of the day. LA is like still most no, of the uh, day. Uh, 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 it's been getting worse. Has it? The the, the weekends. Uh, that's where I crashed. That's how I know. And I talked to the CHP, and he's like, it's just it's getting worse and worse. It's backing up more. And on because of my crash on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, I won't leave until after nine. I'll, I'll look at my phone, and as long as it's clear, I'm good. I'm not gonna deal with that. That's the highest rated crashes in that. It's it's not bad. Trust me. Uh, I lost my car and I'm still making payments. I'm almost done, but I got screwed over on that one. I mean, but, if you if you ever want to just settle for a zoo, uh, there's always the Santa Ana Zoo. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, um, right now, just to let you know, I've never been there, but I do want to go at some point. It, it's a good spot. Um, that. With the change of the alliance, they did change. You see the new uh, passes, and that that half of them have blackout dates, and the prices did go higher. Oh, not for me because I have the higher. Uh, I have the I have the big pack. I have the uh, one of the major packages. There's no you're blackout a, dates. You're the you're the um, higher than a keeper club. Yeah, it's the curators club or something. The curators or, like I said, it was the lowest one that was invited to the thing. Damn, yeah, okay, yeah, Anthony's gonna have one of those me. bricks on a bench. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, uh, we don't got that kind of money <laughs> for the animals. 
I don't know. I'll have to try look into it and see if they're talking about if you renew, if there's going to be blackout dates. I'll I'll check into that and see what's going on. I mean, I know under the current pass, everything's probably still is still the same. But oh um, yeah, still the same. If if you're still pre-COVID, all your all your things are still the same. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll I'll have to look into that while we make the decide whether we're going to renew or not. So. All right. Well, is that? that yeah, I think that's to we're going to knock. Um, Wrap it up, uh, and I think Anthony's about ready to go be naughty uh, I'm today. Be naughty <laughs> yeah. with some jambalaya. Yeah, and some uh, uh, boysenberry punch. Yes, at some I point. Never not get the boysenberry punch. It was bomb when I got it. I downed that whole cup. <laughs> I like the sugar-free one because I can't have sugar that, in the sugar. That's just as good. Isn't bad. It's really good. I'm not gonna lie. I. I if I would have to buy the bottle, you know, for people here saying, oh, they want that, I'm like, sure, fine. Just taste the bomb. I'm going to have to remember that. I'm going to have to remember that next time I go to Knott's, which I don't I don't know when that's going to be because um, we don't kids go with the, the program anymore. Get, your, get an annual pass with the rest of us. It comes. <laughs> come, yeah, come yeah Dan, out. come on. I would think about the it. zoo before that, hey, so we'll see. They're still giving out the, the purple 100th passes for new <laughs> pass holders. The gold so. one. The gold one. But I want gold. the old piss yellow bottle. Yeah, yeah the gold. purple one. No, gold? it's gold. I got both. <laughs> oh, gold's, though, for the people you have. That's if you have Soak City, right? No, that's the 100th anniversary one. No, yeah, the 100th anniversary has... is the purple one. No. <laughs> well, there's purple. two kinds. I got the gold one. Well, yours is weird, then, because I have purple. <laughs> What's color is yours, Gina? Uh, for the pass? Well... Yeah, your pass pass. Yeah, when we um when we got the passes, we got them so early in 2019 that it was like n- like the difference between a gold and the platinum was like a couple of bucks. So we just got okay. the platinum passes. So we have platinum oh, ones. Those are the gold ones. Yeah, we have the platinum one, and it has it's it is also the hundredth anniversary. I want to say. Yeah. What color is it? Platinum. Oh, it's platinum colored. Oh, yeah, that, well, that's see. the all, all not Cedar Fair Park. Yes, yeah, so you guys both have the fake passes. As far as I'm concerned, the only proper pass is the boysenberry colored pass. <laughs> I had that too, but you know, I mean, I could use either or, but I either. just use the app. <laughs> all right then. All right, we'll call it there. Uh, you can each look at your passes and I don't know, hook up. Wow, with something. fancy. Yeah. Oh, see, fancy. Gina's got it. Bling. Wow. That's the bling pass. <laughs> All right, it well, came with all the stuff we needed on it, so we got it. That's why you do it. Whatever you want on it is the one that you get. Exactly. So I'm sure we're going to have some uh, talk after Michael visits Disneyland this week to see what his experience was and how long his wait times were and if he actually waited 45 minutes to get on Peter Pan instead of well, <laughs> well, I'm going to be monitoring this week, so and if my friend is working definitely in Disneyland, I'll be seeing her this at one of the stations, and if not, then I'll just see how long my ankle lasts until I need to go back to the plaid station. Alright. That sounds good, all. Uh, we'll talk to you all soon. We'll get this out um, pretty soon. 